Welcome to another episode of Two Black Critics with Marvin Mason and Mark Sneed. I'm actually Mark Sneed, and that guy over there is... Wait, you're Mark Sneed? Most of the time. I thought I, oh, I thought I was Mark I'm Marvin Mason then. Okay, there you go. Okay, and there you go. We're going to spend a little bit of time talking about writing and the writing craft and some of the crazy stuff that Merv has picked up upon, and I don't know. It's, there's some stuff, man. It's kind of interesting. So I'm going to start out by talking about uh, Red Sea. And um, Red Sea, um, for those who don't know, is a uh, platform that kind of started out trying to help. Uh, I, 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 these are where the phrase it is, independent authors um, meet readers. So it was kind of like that was the goal. But they've morphed and, you know, in five years time, they've morphed and become a bigger kind of uh platform and as a result they decided that they they have a way to put writers with readers now we've talked about bookshop before we've talked about a number of things that uh and you know it uh in theory sounds really good but they don't really work and that's what i'm really um discussing with you um is the red z discovery and them and their idea of finding readers i you know again if there was some magic way to do it that'd be that'd be wonderful but i don't really ever see that really you know coming to fruition i'm just curious what you think sir oh uh, okay uh, because, you know, in a weird way, we know an animal that kind of does it. Yeah, uh, but it doesn't. It, it, it met on a large platform. Right. That's but, what I was about to say. Right. Well, okay. Put it like this. It does it on an independent platform. Although the, uh, the irony is, I know you've noticed it, you have a lot of major companies attached to it, mm -hmm. uh, which is the most fascinating part about that. So, and I got to say this because, I mean. You just got to. How you, how you define success. Mm -hmm. Okay. You did find success in it. Mm. Uh, I'm finding relative success, moderate. Let me change that. Moderate success, all right, based off what we what we set as a goal. And I know I'm talking away from this, but I'm saying it can be done. But okay. I guess, Merv, what, what I, wait, wait, wait. Before, yeah, go ahead. before you continue, what I was saying is I think that when you have, like, um, I'm trying to think of the other company that's very similar to this, but... Um, I, I said book bookshop, but I'm not talking about them. I'm thinking about the um, uh, I can't remember now the um, the company that um, it, it 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 used to be only on um, the internet, but they moved away from it. And I'm trying to think what it was called, but it, it's um, it's a pay uh, pay site, a pay platform, I should say, and. I, I, let me. I, I'll think about it. But anyway, I, I've you know, seen. But it goes to what I'm talking about because the bigger issue is once again, it's a paid platform. Mm -hmm. So what you have, and believe me, you find it in all aspects. Right, of, of course, media, and it's from the smallest right, to the largest. Right, sit there and, mm -hmm. and, and basically say claim they can make, they can do things for you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and you know, forgive me for doing this because I'm actually utilizing. Uh, a site right now, um, Book Sirens, mm -hmm. same claim. Mm -hmm. Okay, we have over blah 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 reviewers. Mm -hmm. uh, your title and what it sounds like it is can attract 
blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Thus, throw us this fee, and then an additional bump for every time one of our people read this book. Give us a number. You give them a number, and you come back and dude, you spend two dollars. Yeah. Well, okay. I think that's what so it was. I think, and actually, I think I was job. talking about Book Sirens. I couldn't remember the name of it, but I thought there was another company as well. I'm trying there's to remember. There's a ton of them. That's all yeah. the point. Because mm-hmm. I, I thought you when we started in another part. Yeah. Uh, there's a ton of them. Yeah. And, and the point being, okay, okay. Well, I guess it, I think that I think with your can, article, what you're pointing out is it's going to find you readers, right? Okay? Which is interesting, yeah. okay? Because once again, in your your endeavors, I'm talking about Mark Sneed's endeavors. You have found <laughs> readers. No, no, no. You have found readers. Okay? So it's not a matter of re- readers because we always hear about reviewers mm-hmm. going along with it. Okay? Um, and well, what's the most necessary thing? Well, it's like, you know what? Half of one hand and six thousand in the other. Yeah, whatever. Uh, the point being, all right? And, and, and when I think this is every now and then where we have a weird conversation, you and I, offline. Um, if readers don't turn into sales, what's the point? Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, what exactly is Discovery bringing you if you participate? Right. Because, and, and I'll say this, okay? If you're attached to a, a, a major publisher, you ain't even worried about it. Right. Okay. So, it's, they're talking to, like I said, the chumps. To the independent, the, the independent exactly. authors, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Who want recognition? Mm-hmm. Okay. And one of the most frustrating parts is when you do the exchange, and you don't necessarily get the guarantee of what they're going to do. Right. Well, I, that's what I was about to. That's where I was headed because I was going to point out to you that there, and you know, I think that the more we read and the, like me, the more I do research, I'm, I question if they can guarantee anything. And so because and, and, they, and, and, I, and, their claims are astronomical. I, you know, I, I know that I read every once in a while where people tell me that they have a um, hundred thousand uh, readers or a hundred thousand followers and they're supposedly going to uh, read my book. I'm like, that's not true. I wish that was the case, but you can't, there's no proof of that. There's no guarantee of it. And that's why when, like I said, and I mentioned, uh, I mentioned Bookshop already, but yeah, Book Sirens and there's other ones. And they all kind of offer these same kind of ideals, but there's no guarantee. And that to me is because it's basically buying air and mm-hmm. or buying a promise. And I'm like, I don't I don't believe in that. You know, but you, not, know you know, I would tell you it would be beneficial. And it's funny because I come from an industry that we're, I gotta say, it wasn't necessarily illegal, but there was a, there's an illegal process in regards to how you do it, which is you would buy a list. Oh, I got you. Mm-hmm. And that list, you would still have to do the bulk of the legwork. Mm-hmm. Okay, but here's the thing about it. Which would you really prefer to do? Uh, and I'm gonna pose this to you as well as to the audience, okay? If you had access to a list of, say, 13,000 potential readers, okay? but you have to personally make contact with all of them. And you actually have viable contact, for the most part, with maybe ooh, seven, eight, you know, uh, out of the 13,000, okay? Well, you can actually, there's no bounce back or there's no disconnect on the phone or anything like that. You actually can legitimately get, but you just have to pitch, read the book and review it, okay? And for every thing that you get, then a fee would go, to a discovery or because you pay for the list, you're done paying. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, it's between you now and the reviewer mm-hmm. or the reader. Mm-hmm. Okay, would you feel more comfortable about that? Okay, because I, and I will say this coming from the video industry, we did that a lot. Mm-hmm. All right, we did it for library services, where we personally called libraries. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's how how does ideas presented because they're not going to do any legwork. They tell you we're just going to farm it out there, and anybody who picks up on it, you know, have at it. Mm-hmm. And that's not the way. Mm-hmm. And the other, the other project that we're talking about, you've got no return on, on investment. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's kind of hard to poo-poo the concept overall. It's the way that these other guys pitch it, and even when they have a driving force behind it, mm-hmm. it's still this sucker project. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's the most frustrating part because you're right. There are a lot of us out there who want to participate, mm-hmm. and you know we'll scrape hard and put all our pennies together to participate in the project and the outcome is infuriating yeah it's well that's what I, that's all i was talking about nothing more and so but um we don't i think we've beaten that horse but i i don't know i mean i just think that there's got to be a better way to to make this work that's all that's all i remember that's the honest what, way to get it done and by people who sincerely are willing to do it yeah uh, especially that says a lot that says a lot though <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, that's, that's just me talking off the top of my head about how I feel. Right? Yeah. What no, no. I'm just saying it's, that says a lot what you're, you're asking because, you know, it's just crazy. But anyway, let's push on. Um, recently, um, Korea's Navar bought Wattpad, and, which is a very significant thing. And because to me, you know, I always think about what I own. And Wattpad is, again, those who don't know, Wattpad is a platform where you can write and your writing is saved and, and uh, archived there. So you don't really have to have, to have it sitting um, on your computer, you know, taking up space and you can and you can access it. And then you also have, you know, it, there's 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 rooms and things like that. So you can talk to other people and they can look it over while you're doing it. It's kind of it, it, you know, that makes sense. But um, I just find that, and it, it, I guess it's more me and my paranoia. I think that it is an interesting thing when another company buys your archive product, if that makes any sense. And I'm really curious what you think of that. Uh, you know, it's funny because it's sort of like. The whole cloud concept. Mm-hmm. Why won't you really utilize a cloud? Mm-hmm. It's the same okay? thing. Because, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the same opening. Yeah. Um, and you know, I will not put files up in there. Yeah. I mm-hmm. personally won't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would rather buy a flash drive. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, and you and I are very um, attached here with our, our with your thoughts because I agree the same thing. I'm. Yeah, I mean, I, I just it ain't looking wrong. I understand because space is limited. Mm-hmm. I totally get it, okay? Mm-hmm. But let's face it, you're going to hit 100,000 gigs, okay? And somebody's going to sit there and tell you, oh, you know what? Uh, we're going to upcharge you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay? You want to do 101,000. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to, it's not going to cost you 199 now. Right. It's going to cost you, seriously, $29.99. Really, one extra gig. Mm-hmm. Really? Come on now. So, I find it always challenging in regards to that. Um, I'm, I'm not a fan overall, and, and, and really because it is your intellectual property. Yeah. And there's nothing to protect you 
once you put it out into the ether. Mm-hmm. Okay, if I can look at it, I can, I can use it. From right. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I was, and I did say borrow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna give it back. Yeah. <laughs> right. With interest. Right. You know. Uh, and sometimes, you know, it's what did Wimpy always say? I will gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. Right. So that is my outlook on, um, you know, why pay it overall in the first place. Yeah. Okay. I don't care who bought them. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, again, you know, there's a bunch of them. I mean, again, like the thing that's really interesting is that writing and the writing platforms are are as prolific as are the platforms that suggest they can find readers for you as well. So, I mean, obviously these things work hand in hand. Um, Go ahead, Merv. I, 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 you have, uh, you, you couch, not couch. You, you brought up this topic. And I wanted to give you a chance to kind of talk about it a little bit because it is really a bizarre concept. It, it really is, which is Amazon's top reviewers. Yeah. Uh, period. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is it's interesting because of the way I found it, which was hunting down book reviewers. Mm-hmm. And this whole list of 1,000 top Amazon reviewers pops up. Um, and, and you I, already know my criticism of it already. Well, well Dude, the, the funniest thing is out of the thousand, okay, I'm gonna put it like this. I'm at 232 right now. I haven't found a book reviewer yet, so I'm like, wait a minute now. Something's wrong. Because either we're, we're judging this, we're not judging this off of how many units were purchased. Mm-mm. We're doing it by dollar, right. dollar increments, okay? Mm-hmm. So, okay, so you're telling me that somebody's been buying a lot of books on the cheap. I even went backwards, man. I even went to a thousand, mm-hmm. okay? I actually went to like 900 just to see. Yeah, it's got to be in here because, you know, if you started one, that's got to be the top person. Right. So what does nine ninety nine look like? Right. Still, no book reviewers, no audio reviewers, no film reviewers. It's, I mean, you know, my fault, not reviewers, purchasers. Right. Okay. Well, can I point this uh, out to you? Because yeah. the thing that, again, the thing that got me is when you look at that, that, that list, there are people who have no reviews and they're in the top 20. Yeah. And there's people in there who have no reviews and they're in the top 50. I'm like, wait a minute. Who created this list? And and, and that's why I said, you know, I, my statement was it had to be off dollars purchased as opposed to reviews left. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm really lost. I mean, it's a, it's a head scratcher. It's a full it on really head is. scratcher. It really is. And for them to tell it and actually have a page <clears> work, which <throat> is interesting because you can't, well, it's there, but you have to hunt for it, okay, within, you know, the front uh, Amazon splash page. It's there. Yeah, I've seen it. But you really do have to hunt it down. Just well, to you got to know what you're looking for. That's what I think you're saying, yeah. And, and if I hadn't just, you know, and I wasn't, well, I really wasn't looking for Amazon's top reviewers. Mm-hmm. I was looking for top book reviewers. Sure. And this came up. Yeah. And I went, eh, okay, let me try this. And bam, that's what I discovered. Now, I discovered some other lists beyond that, but at the same time, it's the same skepticism that we just started off this yeah. episode. Well, again, so, I, like, as soon as you notice that there's there's people who are in the top 20 and there's no reviews at all, yeah. you got to start to question it, right? And wonder, <clears throat> excuse me, but um, we can push on. I, I, You know, the questions about Amazon are endless, and that's why they're in litigation. That's why the ABA mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, fighting them and as well as many booksellers are, are fighting them on these kind of created lists. So it only makes sense. 
And um, I'm going to I'm going to segue into that and talk about um, I'm going to jump down real quick so I can segue into it that about booksellers. And it's interesting because and then we'll go, we'll go back to the other topic. But I, the booksellers have have told the uh, CDC that, you know, they're they're saying that everyone, if you're vaccinated and all that kind of stuff, you can you can now go uh, without a mask. But of course, the problem is it's a um, you're, you're you're trusting people to um, be honorable and you know that's questionable so t many booksellers are have decided that until things are you know either we've hit herd immunity or what have you they're going to continue to mask up and ask their um ask the the people who come into their shops to mask so i, I mean you know and again don't get the wrong idea this is not a, a mandate but so that means that you you know, you may find some real retailers who say you you can wear a mask or not, and then you'll have some who will say you know you must be be, be wearing a mask. And so I, I think that it it's just a um, it, it's just a hornet's nest of problems because w without true uh, guidance, you just get this kind of like wild west kind of plan where. You're going to get people who are like, oh, yeah, I I got vaccinated. And you're like, yeah, no, you didn't. And you know they're not. It's just, you know, oh, it's just politically correct to say that you have, even though you know many of them are, haven't even done it yet. So anyway, I just uh, my question for you um, is, do you think the booksellers, that's, it, I, I think that the retail, I'm, I guess I'm going to answer it in my own way, that I think the retailers have to have to protect the people who come in there and it just makes sense because if you don't feel safe and comfortable, you're not going to go into the store. So I'm asking you, do you think it's a, um, a smart idea for them to continue to mask up? Yeah. Until, you know, um, there's a better, a better handle. I mean, yeah. It's nice to see the numbers going down. Yeah. And believe me, I hate wearing the mask. Mm -hmm. Same uh, especially here. Especially as it's warming, as it's warming up mm -hmm. last year, mm -hmm. sweating it, you know, sweating them in, you know, how can I say, sweating them out was kind of funny because you were interchanging them almost. I mean, seriously, out here, I can't speak for where you are right now, but I'm sure you'll feel it. You know, you were doing it twice a day. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. you would sweat so fast. Sure. And, you know, I mean, there's nothing like having paper just stick to your face. Yeah. Or even best, more so. Because the inner lining is not really the same as the outer lining, okay, or the outside. So all of a sudden you find yourself with lint in your mouth. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's like, come on, man. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't need this mess. So anyway, yeah. Um, well, you know, I, I like. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you brought. Have a right. I mean, but all you know, seriously, any brick and mortar that we walk into has that right. Mm -hmm. uh, your grocery uh, outlet yeah. has a right to do it. Mm -hmm. So you know, uh, you know, wherever you go. I'm good with it. Okay. Uh, as much as frustrating as it is, I'm good overall. All right. And um, so I, I apologize for jumping back and forth, but I, I thought that was a good kind of segue for, especially from the Amazon. But um, I wanted to uh, mention that, you know, the libraries have been um, considered, had an, a, uh, I, I'm saying when I say libraries, there was a American library um, conference and, it was interesting because I, you know, I just kind of, I didn't go, obviously, I'm not a librarian, but they had, they discussed the, um, the future 
And again, these questions like the idea of masking, um, when and if there, things are going to open up and be more normalized. Because, you know, many people use the library as a resource and a place to uh, research, right? And right now, they, well, not right now, but in the last year, that's been very limited. And so I think it's an, an interesting thing. I, I think that we will find out more information as it goes, you know, to see if um, these things, um, if the libraries do open up. And I, you know, I mean, and because I think that that's maybe their, their biggest focus is that the idea of it, how the libraries do return, you know? And I, I mean, that's a big question and because imagine, you, I mean, you know, you're a writer as well as I doing a book signing in a library or going into a library and, you know, because it can happen. But we can't, I mean, nothing is happening now because many libraries are still closed. So, yeah. but anyway, I just thought I'd bring that up. Um, I, I, and we're going to uh, push into the um, Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade. Uh, and again, we talked about this with Idris Elba. He's, you know, he is dabbling in the children's books and uh, as well as Gabrielle and Dwayne, they are uh, going to, it's called Shady Baby, and which I think is really kind of funny. And, but um, I think it's, a, it's an interesting concept, right? Because they have, they have kids, and so they're writing a book about a, the Shady Baby. So it's kind of interesting. I was curious, what, what's your take on that and thoughts? Because, again, I, I find that they're, you know, children's books, it's, the market is huge, huge. Well, especially for celebrities. Yeah, um, well, yeah. But I also find that they're taking a complete hair love route. So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, God bless them on that. Mm -hmm. uh, especially, and it's funny to me because if you listen to, well, I don't know if you caught Jimmy Kimmel's interview with him last week. Um, what's interesting about him is while you can clearly tell who's got the money, mm -hmm. sorry, right, it's the other partner that's driving everything. Mm-hmm. And it's, 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 you know, it's, I'm going to say it's a unique scenario. Uh, it's an interesting premise, okay? So, but Dwayne Wade himself is really coming out more so than anything else. He's got, you know, X on TV shows. He's got the own, he's got the ownership, okay, with the jazz. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's all these routes they're exploring right now. Um, and all these vehicles. And I do have to, I have to applaud him because, you know, Gabriel Union, of course, has written books before, mm -hmm. okay, um, and with a certain appeal, okay, um, and certain topicality. But this is an interesting dynamic. It really it does completely have a look of hair love uh, based off real events, uh, based off the daughter that they adopted. Yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, I, I, I applaud them it, depending on how far they take the vehicle, knowing that they're following it. They already addressed They're following it up. Yeah. Right. And mm -hmm. almost every year that this kid grows, mm -hmm. they'll be following it up with another book in regards to. Yeah, they have life. a plan. There's a plan in oh, place. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. they got a huge plan, you know, and you know it's got to have a spinoff. Oh, know, yeah. And I'm waiting for the animated version. Don't forget that. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm doing the whole hair love thing. Yeah. You know? No, I get you. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, Dwayne Wade is, and it's not a hating thing, he's doing the whole Kobe thing. Not only Kobe, 
Who else? Kevin Garnett just, I mean, yeah. Kevin Hart. Garnett. Kevin, I know, Kevin Durant uh, just won an Oscar. Yeah. So you got, you know, basketball players who are getting into the entertainment, the, the, the film, film industry mm-hmm. in particular. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, this, is their, their, this is their avenue. You know, Baron Davis has been in for a long time. Uh, so it's not surprising that he's going to be a worldwide entertainment um, entrepreneur. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, he has the platform. That's the that's the thing. Without a doubt. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is he's not afraid to be the face of it. Right. Nor is his wife. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, although, you know, once again, and God bless her heart, and I don't blame her, but Gabrielle Union seems to be taking a lot more credit than yeah, well, I mean, obviously, she needs to. She needs to get up, get up in that shadow. So she needs to be up in that shadow some more. Oh, I mean, oh, it's dude, dude. She's she's presenting it as she's the one casting it. I know, and but I don't care. Part. I mean, I get your point, but so I get it. So yeah. You know, I know I'm not mad at her at all. You know, I mean, the thing is, if they create more opportunities for people of color, yeah. Then and, and here's the thing about it. Then my hats also, off to him. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Sharing stories about people who look like us. Yeah. Right? I ain't that's mad. the key thing here. Mm-hmm. And that's what they are specifically doing. That's what they're driven to do. Mm-hmm. Um, even with the basketball team, you know, where Dwayne Wade, more so than anybody else, is encouraging all right, people of color to look beyond what they, they traditionally know. Yeah, I got now, you. Now, he's not saying you go buy a basketball team. Mm-hmm. He's probably not even saying you go buy a grocery store. Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, elevate yourself so that you can do more. Right. You know, well, and there's nothing wrong with that dialogue um, and not look for the handout. Yeah. Well, look, uh, let's let's transition and um, talk a little bit about writing the writing craft. Mm-hmm. And it's a simple question. Well, I don't know if it's a simple question. I'll say it, 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 in theory, it's a simple question. How's that? And it is, how do you develop minor characters and give them value as opposed to just, you know, them being there? And I think you know what I'm talking about, where they, you can have minor characters and you're like, why are they even in the book? They're not, you know, they have no point. And... Yeah. Yeah, no, totally understand. Yeah, totally so the, I, I, so that's the question. I'm gonna give you the chance to answer it, and then I'll try to answer this while you're answering it, if that's all right. Yeah, and, and I think it also you have to define not you, but what a minor <laughs> character is. Um, you know, from that standpoint. Well, but I think that's what we should do because I think that you know, again, this is this is a writing craft question. So you know, you have a major character. And you know you well, always have yeah, a villain. You have a protagonist and antagonist, mm-hmm. but you know, in a lot of cases, it, it, you know, the antagonist isn't really introduced until, until later, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, way late. Mm-hmm. You know, actually, let's face it. Let's use the Harry Potter series. Yeah. Okay. Because Ray Fiennes didn't come into the movies. Did you and Ray? Last... See, I love how you talk about movies. See, I don't even know the. I was like about oh, the book. Okay, but well, no. Okay. I've never read. I mean, I haven't even read the first book. Yeah, I've, you know, I've read them all. Uh, and, and once again, because I have no interest in. That genre. Yeah, but you guess um, what? Between us, who's read them all? Uh, thank you. So, but my point here you. is that I think that no, the, we're, the we're, concept we're here. About, we're, we're talking about the minor characters, right? Right. Okay. Uh, it's still a matter of what purpose do they serve, you know, as far as the story itself. I mm-hmm. mean, and once again, you're right. I'm going to go to the movies, especially black exploitation movies where you always had the drunk. Mm-hmm. And we go, go on now, chef. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you knew that guy was going to be there. Yeah. You see the hat, you see the, the ratty coat, you know? Minor character. And then basically, it was good for a piece of information later on. 
Yeah. Yeah, Shaft Ape went that way. Yeah. You know, and it was all right, so it's a matter of what that character does. It's no different than double double toil and trouble. Okay. What did the witches present in Shakespeare? Okay. Well, but they have I a mean, they have a role though. That's what I'm saying. But are they major? No. No, not at all. I mean that's why they're exactly. minor characters. Exactly. So it's a matter of, you know, what's the purpose? Why do you have them there? Um, you know, and really if they're just filler because you're trying to figure out how to add some more words to your story, eh, you know, um, then you need to redevelop that. Yeah. But, you know, um how it, I'll put it like this. I write all the time building minor characters and then somewhere some of them start to talk to me mm-hmm. and say, hey, look, I need to be in another chapter. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Uh, look, look, dude, I'm scared. Man, you, don't want to, you don't want to kill me off. No, okay. no, 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 no. I got value. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let me show you how valuable I am. Yeah. And they turn, well, I'll give you a prime example from my own standpoint. Mag Mile. Mag Mile is a very dark story. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mag- Magnificent Mile, for those of you who haven't picked it up yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, but Mag Mile is a very dark story, but I have two goofs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two goofs. Mm-hmm. Who, and I will say this now: the goofs are not R two D two, but more the characters from Hidden Fortress. Yeah, why not? But those characters were lifted from Shakespearean, you know. Stories. No, I know. I yeah, okay. I got you. But well, I think. To the oh, I got you. But I, so, but I, but I'm going to say something real quick. I think that the understanding of of the the value of a minor character is that. What happens, I think, is that you can name a bunch of people, right? So say, for example, let's use something that I, I, I think that many people will understand. Let's use Harry Potter, like you said. Harry Potter is the, main, is the main character. Ron and Hermione are not main characters. They're minor but characters. They're not minor. No, they're not minor. Right, but wait, let me finish, please. Let me finish. Considering neither one of us have actually read the books, now we got to say we live Wait a minute, wait a minute. You're saying I haven't read Harry Potter? I'm asking you. I've read every Harry Potter. Okay, so you're going to tell me that... I am. No, no, do yourself a favor. From book one of the final book, how many pages total? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Do a percentage. I want you to do a fair percentage. I can't tell you. How much weight do they have? But you can't call them minor Yes, I can, because let me explain why. No, you call them secondary. Oh, my God. between secondary and minor. Can I explain? Go ahead. All right. They're minor characters simply because... In the in the initial book, and I'm only I'm not talking about the whole canon because that's I think there's seven books. I'm not talking about the I I can't I didn't read it in one fell swoop because there weren't seven books. There was one Harry Potter. Harry Potter is the main character. Let me finish and listen. And the other characters are minor. Now he has an antagonist or a villain, but uh, Ron and and Hermione are guiding him initially. Now, do they become bigger characters later on? Yeah, in the stories, yes. But in the initial book, they are minor characters, and like many of them, um, I forget his name now. Hang on a second. Not Dumbledore. The uh, uh, I want to say uh, the uh, the giant. What's the giant's name? Um, Anyway, so the uh, you know all their friends. Every Harry is the main character, and everybody else is is playing smaller roles. Now that's why they're considered minor characters. Now secondary characters, I get you. They, I think that's what you were referring to with those, these characters who, when you start with minor characters and they start to talk to you, that means that they're trying to they're growing and they're 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 
putting a, having a foot footprint in the, in the story. That's fine. But what I'm saying is in like I'm only speaking about Harry Potter in the first book because that's where all the characters not all of them but you know many of the characters are named and and brought to life so that most of the story like even if you if you want Hogwarts is a minor character because it's a character there's things that are going on within this in these things but they're still minor but Harry is the main story. He I, I, all the, I mean to be honest in the in the first book if you said um Ron and Hermione they were they were guaranteed important but they only become important near the end of the book and because they're helping Harry. But if they if I don't know if the, and I I I've had this debate with um the Potter fans is that if if there was a Ron Weasley book or a Hermione Granger book, no one would have read it. Because though they're interesting characters, they only become interesting because of Harry. So Harry is the is the is the power there. That's why he's the main character. That's why that's all I wanted to say. Yeah, but we're talking about the minor characters. I did. Yeah, I just tried to point yeah, it out yeah, that the minor characters are the characters. And maybe Harry Potter isn't the best. No, it's a good example. Someone. No, it isn't. I'll tell you why. Because I was talking about the tone. Uh, and it's interesting how you were able to basically regionalize and just go with one. See, me, I would never pick up the first one. And, and here's the key reason why I didn't pick up the first one. Because <laughs> I wasn't guaranteed I was going to like the first one. And I already knew a second one was coming out. Okay. Right? And from there, I kept hearing all the stuff that Warner Books was going to do. Yeah, and I don't know about all that. I don't okay? know about all that. So... By them talking, I knew it was going to grow. Mm -hmm. Okay, and I didn't care if one book was going to be a thousand pages, one was going to be seven. Mm -hmm. Okay, that didn't bother me. What bothered me was what happens if I lose interest in the characters? Yeah, okay? I got character. you. And I got it. Every book has one guy's name on it. Mm -hmm. And I didn't say, you know, uh, Harry Potter and Ron. No, I got that part. But the point is, and you're right. They became a secondary characters. Yeah. No different than M became a secondary character to the James Bond film set. Okay. Because M is only introduced five minutes. Bond, you got to go and do this. You know, and it's like, get him out of there. And that'd be it. That's it for M. Okay. But when you introduce Judy Dench, you go, you know, she does have an Oscar under her belt because you look at the overall as far as why you brought this character in. Okay. There's a lot of heft that this person's going to be carrying. Okay, and they're giving Bond direction now. They're helping but, Bond. Don't forget the last iteration of but, James Bond. But yeah, but 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 I so got one too. I want I want to point this out to you. What you just said has is not what, what the writing it's crap. Minor character. Okay, no 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 no. It is part of the. It's a screenplay, not writing. It is, but I'm talking about. I'm not arguing with that part. I'm, I'm saying that. You, but you that are blocking you're, me. No, I'm not. I'm I, trying I, to point I, out I, that you're. you're, 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 you're no, no, no. Crap. You're talking about talking the value about, of I'm actors. About, I'm sorry, the value of actors. I'm talking about the capital. No, you said that M, and then you changed it to Judy Dench, and that's not writing. No, because what you're saying is if if I if I pick if it was me. It's gonna be interesting. If it was you, but it isn't. If you were MGM, what would no, 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 no. I wasn't would, talking no, about no, MGM. No, no, I said if I was M, if I was M, and they were like, okay, well, we don't really need him. That's all I'm saying. So you're saying they never made a black M. They have. Uh, that's not my point. So, well, what did you mean? I was saying that if it's if I was a minor character, 
and and it wasn't a, a highly named character like you're trying to say from a movie then that's where like judy dench obviously gains a lot of credibility in in movies she adds, so, yes yes you're yeah. right she adds gravity so that's good exactly. but, same with ralph ray fines who is now him but the point being m itself which is the only reason why major actors are not coming in which is why they use this you're right uh, it's because the character itself developed. Right. It moved from the first 10 films mm -hmm. and became this major right. secondary character. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. But at the same time, that's what I'm saying. In the Harry Potter conversation, I would talk about all the books. Yeah, I couldn't do that. I, that's what okay. I'm trying to point out. It but doesn't I make was sense. because I wouldn't invest in the one. No, well, no, well, that's, that's you and me. Okay. So we're going to push on. Okay. So I think that my point was, and I, I think I was clear on mine, but I'm fine with yours. Um, let me ask this question, and we, this is where we, we can close down. Um, what is your most disliked writing trope? And I can, can I tell you mine first? Go ahead, please. Because um, I was watching, and see, here you go. Now, now you're going to jump on me because I, I'm going I'm to use your, your move. I was watching a movie, mm -hmm. and I was like, I, I, I said it. I, I was watching a movie, and... The trope kicked in where, and you probably, you know this, where a father is in a really high stress situation and his, he, for some reason, his child gets involved and the, the father tells the child, oh, real simple, stay with me and you're safe. Guess what happens in the, in the story? The child says, hmm. I got to go do something else. And now you have, that's what drives the story, right? Because now it's not just, I'm going to do this one thing. I have to go do this one thing. And now I have to also go and protect my child and find my child and to protect my child. I hate that trope. I hate it because it's like, because it, I'm one of the kids that if my mom said, sit in the car and wait, and it was a hundred degrees outside. And she was like, I was like, mom, can I roll the windows down? And she was like, you could crack them, but you know, don't roll them all the way down. Cause I don't want you to be kidnapped or something like that. Right. I would, I would not leave that car <clears throat> in this, in these, these tropes, these kids are always like, I know my parent told me not to do, Oh, look, there's a balloon. So I, I, in, in the story, I would get the, the person gets out of the car to go get a balloon and then they're kidnapped. You get my point? Mm -hmm. I hate that. So that do you have a trope that you dislike? I mean, for the most part, I get it. It's a plot device that, you know, you, you don't like. You're right. That's what uh, tropes, right. I find it, no, 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 I actually, uh, because I find it to be, uh, even though I sort of, I'm, I'm, and I'm trying to figure out how to write them more or less, uh, I always find it in the has fallen type movies, okay? The Angel has fallen. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Olympus has fallen. London has fallen. Mm -hmm. Where you get the same setup that you're talking about, mm -hmm. right? And, and you sit there and go, you know he's going to do this. Right. You know she's going to do that. Right. Um, it's all predictable, and, and right? It's predictable. when you know you're only halfway in the movie. Mm -hmm. Okay, you sit there and go, mm, okay. But see, once again, is that Gerard Butler's fault or is that the writer's fault? Yeah, and that's why we're talking about the writing craft. Right, and I think it's. Uh, I, I want to say that it, to me, to a certain extent, to me, I have to say it is. It's definitely it's lazy writing. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. And, and the funny thing is, you know, it's one thing if it happens in just 
one movie. <laughs> but there have been movies that, I mean, there's been franchises built off of this. Exactly. Well, you know, you're about to get the fourth Has Fallen yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. And you know pretty much, no matter what the setup is, mm-hmm. Gerard Butler's going to be in the same scenario. Mm-hmm. I don't care if he's in, I don't care if he's on the moon. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's going to be a bunch of terrorists. And a girl. And a child. And some child. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. And, and some child mm-hmm. that, you know, is attached to the president. Mm-hmm. All right? Because, you know, he and, uh, he and Gerard Butler basically kickbox all day. Or more, <laughs> more importantly, they had a tour going on, which I love that part. There's, it, you have like someone, and again, it's always something like ridiculous, right? Like they, the, the, the uh, terrorists attack while there's a, a tour. Yeah. Well, it's the best time, though. <laughs> okay. Anyway. All right. Well, Merv, you got anything else you want to add before we bounce out of this one? No, sir. I'm good to go. All right. Well, thank you so much. Uh, appreciate everybody for listening. I hope you enjoyed this. Um, Merv is my best friend. I know that many people get lost and think that we're fighting. We don't fight. I, it's more that we don't always agree. That's more than anything else. Is, is, am I right, Merv? We're more brothers than most brothers will ever be brothers. Put it like that. Oh, brother. Anyway, so um, <laughs> thank you, everyone. Uh, we'll talk to you later. Bye.